the keys and key players to a victory against Iowa State, predictions for the matchup, and touching on Mike Gundy's new contract with Oklahoma State, all on today's episode of Locked On Pokes. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. This episode of Locked On Pokes is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family from the community can come together. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. You are Locked On Pokes. Your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes Podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. Big game coming up on Saturday. Big game. I have been worried all day about it. I will continue to be worried about it. I feel like our cardiac cowboys are going to show up in full force. But to talk about it leading up, I'm just going to touch on some of the keys, I think, uh, to victory and some of the key players, especially uh, to victory against Iowa State. This is going to be a battle of running backs. Brees Hall versus Jalen Warren. Uh, you know, under the spotlights. That's what it's going to be. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Both backs have rushed for at least 100 yards in their last four games. Brees Hall is averaging 5.6 yards per attempt this season, while Jalen Warren is averaging 4.8 yards per attempt. Jalen Warren leads Brees Hall in attempts by a total of 14, so they're both clearly their workhorse backs in their offense. They've both eclipsed a 700-yard mark for the season. Warren has six rushing touchdowns to Hall's 10. This is where I will say that we didn't know what a gem of a running back we had the first two weeks of the season until we kind of got Jalen Warren going in that workhorse role. So Brees Hall did get a little head start, but... I'm gonna. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna mention it. I mentioned it, but I'm. I'm trying not to mention it. Both of these running backs have the offense run through them. They are crucial to the offensive game plan. But both the Cowboys and the Cyclones are home to extremely stout rushing defenses as well. Iowa State is allowing 2.84 yards per carry, which is the best in the Big 12, and Oklahoma State is right behind them, allowing only 2.99 yards per attempt, which is second best in the Big 12. So two really, really good running backs against two of the best rushing defenses. I think it's going to be a really good matchup. With Warren, he gets the ball roughly 75% of the time he's on the field, carrying the rock 174 times of the 195 snaps he's played. That's already well into workhorse territory. Hall runs the ball a whopping 92% of the time that he's on the field. 135 times out of 146 snaps that he's played, he's handed the football 
to run. And the scariest part about that is it means that teams know almost for certain that when he's on the field, he's going to get the ball and they still can't do anything to stop him. That being said, he hasn't faced Jim Knowles well-adjusting defense yet this season. We saw Bijan Robinson have some success early against Oklahoma State until Jim Knowles and his defense were able to adjust and shut it down. I expect to see the same for Brees Hall this weekend, and I believe we need to force the game into the hands of Brock Purdy for our best chance of winning. Make them win with their quarterback, and I think we come out of Ames, Iowa with a victory Speaking of Brock Purdy, looking at these quarterbacks, you've got Purdy and Spencer Sanders, and the same rules really apply to both of them this weekend. Make good decisions with the football and stay upright. You know they need good protection against both these pass rushes, in particular Brock Purdy. The game plan against Iowa State will need to mirror the game plan against Texas in many ways, the two most important being to limit the run like we talked about with Brees Hall, and then to get to their quarterback. Oklahoma State defense leads the Big 12 in sacks with 19 total sacks so far this season. I'm looking for them to further cement their sack lead in the Big 12 against Iowa State this weekend, and I think it gives them a good chance of victory to get to Brock Purdy, to knock him down some, to kind of keep him on his toes, and to limit Brees Hall. I think this game comes down to the running backs and rushing defenses housed by these two teams. That being said, I did already call a Tay Martin get right game after the drops last week, and I do think that will provide the ultimate spark that the Oklahoma State Cowboys need to pull off uh, this supposed upset. I mean, it's, it's being viewed as an upset even if we don't see it that way. So getting to the quarterback... Getting our rushing game going, even against their stout rushing defense, they haven't faced anybody like Jalen Warren. And, um, you know, we've faced some Brees Hall-type running backs. We just saw B. John Robinson last week, and we were able to ultimately shut him down. It did take some adjusting by the defense, but we got it done and, and really shut him down, especially to end the game. If we can do that again with Brees Hall and make Brock Purdy win through the air, I think this game really is going to depend on that, but I think the Cowboys can get it done. I have, you know, we have a lot of feelings about going to Ames undefeated for a game against the Iowa State Cyclones, but I talked about it a little bit yesterday. I think we just kind of have to ignore those feelings and try not to think about that. It's not relevant to this team at all. It's just, um, it's just a feeling that we get. So if we can shut that out, I think this game belongs to the Cowboys. I do think they have a better defense uh, game script wise on paper, I know uh, Iowa State's defense gets the nod, but Iowa State hasn't faced Texas yet. You know, they beat Kansas, they beat Kansas State. So I think there's some questions about the legitimacy of Iowa State's defense. And I've never been a big Brock Purdy truther. So if the Cowboys pass rush can get to Brock Purdy, I think this game belongs in the good decision making by Spencer Sanders and uh, just maintaining on offense. If we can get it done on defense, we can maintain on offense and pull off another win. Next up, I dive into some of my player predictions for the game. But first, this episode of Locked on Pokes is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come to recharge When I was in high school, uh, I played basketball, not like well, but I was on the basketball team and we had a bus get a flat tire on the way home from a game. 
happened to be a McDonald's on the side of the highway. We hung out there for probably three hours while we waited for a new bus. And, you know, that's a memory that's going to stick with me forever. It's a beacon of light on a long on long road trips, and it holds you like home when you need a burger and a Dr. Pepper. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel, fuel, and connect. Did somebody say a Lockdown Pokes watch party? Thank you for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So I'm going to make some predictions for the Oklahoma State-Iowa State game. I did six predictions, and I'd love to say it's because I'm creative and we're 6-0, and so six predictions made sense. But ultimately, it's because I couldn't narrow it down to five, so you're going to get six starting with Tay Martin in his four games this season. He's had three 100-plus yard games, faltered a bit against Texas. I've already said I think Tay Martin has a get-back game, a get-right game against Iowa State and against a defense that excels in stopping the run. Give me 110 yards and at least one touchdown for Tay Martin this weekend against Iowa State. I am going to write these down. I love to check back on any predictions like this that I make. Next up, Brennan Presley. I think Brennan Presley might be our most underrated player right now. He continues to impress every time he catches the ball. He He's a yards-after-the-catch monster. Uh, yak monster is what I refer to that kind of guy, uh, you know, like on, on Twitter and online. But he just... He, you can see his effort after the catch. He's speedy quick, and he's super strong. So he just is always doing the most after catching the ball. He's eclipsed 50 yards through the air twice this season. I think we see him do it again on Saturday. I wouldn't be surprised if Brennan Presley ends up being the wide receiver we're talking about after this game on Saturday. Malcolm Rodriguez has 59 tackles on the season with his lowest total tackle game coming against Texas with only five tackles. I've talked a ton about how Rodriguez does a lot of good that doesn't show up in a box score on a stat sheet like that. He was tasked with slowing down Bijan Robinson last week, and this weekend he'll get another tough test in Brees Hall. I think Rodriguez racks up a couple QB, hur- QB hurries and at least eight total tackles against the Cyclones. A bit of a get-right game for him. Not that he was bad against Texas. They really honed in on trying to slow Malcolm Rodriguez down, and ultimately they could only do it for part of a game. I wouldn't be surprised if Iowa State... Uh, does kind of the same this this week, but I think Malcolm Rodriguez gets it done on defense. Spencer Sanders has rushed for a touchdown in three of his five games that he's played. I think he gets another one on the ground this week with the Cyclone defense honing in on Tay Martin and Jalen Warren. They may forget about his rushing upside a little bit. He tends to kind of have that going for him at the end of the game when people are when when defenses are worried about our other specialty players, Spencer Sanders, it's almost like he can sense when that happens and sneak one into the end zone on his feet. I'll give him one through the air too in aid to Tay Martin's get right week. So one on the ground, one through the air for Spencer Sanders. Colin Oliver is having a stellar rookie campaign. 
for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. In the last two games, Oliver has eight tackles, including five for loss and three sacks. On top of that, he's got four quarterback hurries. I expect Colin Oliver to continue his recent reign of terror for the defense and come up big for the Cowboys with another sack this weekend. I'll give one special teams prediction because I can't help myself. I think Dominic Richardson has done a great job at kickoff returns. Last week, he grabbed 54 return yards on two kickoff returns against Texas. I think he breaks off a solid return this weekend, giving Oklahoma State's offense excellent field position. That is a key word I'll be expecting to hear from commentators after one of Dominic Richardson's returns. So I guess all that leaves is the game final. Give me a 27-24 victory for the Cowboys. I think this game will come down to the wire. It may even end up being a last team with the football wins kind of scenario. It's going to be another perfect example of our cardiac Cowboys, but I do think they end up pulling off the win. Next up, Mike Gundy gets tied to Oklahoma State perpetually. But first, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Football is all the way back. We're into postseason baseball. Basketball is happening. Hockey is happening. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests at betonline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus. You can bet anything from basketball to baseball to boxing and even who the new Raiders head coach will be. Don't wait. Take advantage of the great offers available this season. Be sure to use promo code locked on. Again, that's promo code locked on for your welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. One last word from a sponsor, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there, and you can get 15% off your order at built.com with promo code locked15. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's a healthy option for a sweet treat. Not only does it taste like a candy bar, but it looks like a candy bar. It is covered in chocolate. It's hard for me to say no to things that are covered in chocolate. If you're adventurous and looking to try all of Built Bar's flavors, you can check out their mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors over on Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Again, head over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Mike Gundy gets a contract extension. Mike Gundy inks a perpetual five-year contract with Oklahoma State. Our coach isn't going anywhere until he's good and ready. This is essentially a lifetime contract. It just keeps doubling over itself until Mike Gundy is done, until he retires, I assume. Shout out to the new athletic director, Chad Weiberg, for getting this done and in a timely manner. Gundy has been the head football coach since 2005. Green Day was the number one band in the country. Wedding Crashers was in theaters. I wasn't even in high school yet. 2005, that's a long time ago. It doesn't sound like a long time ago because we think about 2000 and you're like, oh, you know, like a couple years ago. 2005 is a long time to be a head coach. This was his 17th season. Next year, he'll have been a head football coach as long as it takes for a newborn to become an adult. 
and we're damn lucky for it. I know that there is always a lot of talk about if Mike Gundy is the right coach for Oklahoma State, but since taking over the Oklahoma State head coaching job, he has taken the Cowboys to 15 consecutive winning seasons and 15 consecutive bowl game seasons. We can probably go ahead and bump those up to 16 after this season. We know Coach Gundy considers Stillwater home from his collegiate career for the Cowboys in orange and black to his sons playing for the Stillwater Pioneer High School team. That's what it is. Stillwater is home for Mike Gundy. But the most important thing, in my opinion, regarding this perpetual contract is through all of the things that the fans have questions have questioned about Mike Gundy, his play calling, his politics, his interview antics. He brings a national spotlight to Stillwater and to the Oklahoma State football program as a whole. In a time where the Big 12 is incredibly shaky, where the landscape is moving directly under our feet, I find it imperative that we have the rock that is Mike Gundy to stand ground on, to kind of lean into when things are so questionable for the future. And yes, the Big 12 has added four new schools, and things seem to be shaping up okay. But Oklahoma State and the Big 12, they're going to need Mike Gundy's over-exaggerated interviews and that long-flowing mullet as the Big 12 looks to bring new eyes into the conference as we look for this new identity now that Texas and OU are going to the SEC. I think I think Chad Weiberg did the right thing in making sure that Mike Gundy was going to be the coach through this all this movement that the Big 12 ex- is experiencing right now. And the other important thing about this contract extension is it getting lost a bit in the sauce of Gundy's lifetime contract is the reports that the school is working on extension contracts for the assistant coaches of the Cowboy football team. I'd give Jim Knowles a blank check and let him write whatever amount he wanted at this point. He's turned us into a defensive school, a defensive school. Like that's our identity in the big 12. If you had told me that 10 years ago, that we'd be a school with a defensive identity, I'd go mad with laughter. That's insane. We've always been the big 12 in general, but especially Oklahoma state has always been, Oh, the offense, the offense, the offense is so high powered. All these high powered offenses, big 12 doesn't play defense. And Jim Knowles has brought this Oklahoma state defense up to be a formidable opponent against any team in the college football landscape. I truly believe that. I believe that about him as a coach. So while I'm excited for Mike Gundy and I'm glad he'll be our coach through all this big 12 movement and, and rearranging of college football, I am keeping an eye out about Oklahoma state locking down who I believe is one of the best defensive minds in this country in Jim Knowles. That's something I'm going to be keeping a close eye on. I think all Oklahoma state fans can agree with me in knowing that we need to keep him in Stillwater. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Make sure to check back in next week for a hopeful victory Monday. Now go make your second listen, Locked on Big 12. Get all of your daily Big 12 news in less than 30 minutes with Big 12 expert Josh Neighbors, free and available on all platforms. Remember, you can find me at Lindellians on Twitter or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Go Pokes!